right, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Listen, we gotta be quicker today. Quicker? Yeah, it's well, it's evening. I I told Karen I'd be home for dinner. Oh, that yeah, should be okay. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make it home in time. Are you? Yeah, and we're talking about marriage tonight, so we're gonna keep this one quick. And if we're not keeping this one quick. We can go into this subject and be multiple episodes. That's you, true. Maybe you know you what should. Rachel's doing right now? Um, uh, Jimmy, guess or no? No, probably, okay. No, probably don't guess. <laughs> She's at home boiling steaks. How do you boil steaks? So I make fun of my brother for this all the time. Yeah. Um, he bought us this thing. It's called a sous vide. Oh, uh, okay. So you like, uh, you put your, whatever you're cooking, like in a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And you put this thing down inside, this, the sous vide thing. It looks like a big blender. But basically you put it down inside like a pot of boiling water or of water. And it heats up everything inside that water to whatever temperature you set it at. So if you want your 140 degree steak, you want your medium, yeah. medium rare, whatever, I don't know. I don't know the exact temperature. It'll heat everything up into that to 140. So it won't like overcook it, undercook it. And then you just, you know, slap it on the grill, put your uh, your nice grill lines on it, and you're done. Do I look pretty unengaged over here? You look really unengaged. And so I'm, I'm just, trying not to be, but man, I don't know. Like you're talking about boiling meat. Boiling steak. I don't yeah. know. It so, reminds me that, that, that there's that restaurant where you can boil. Have you ever been there? I haven't. I haven't been there in years. Like, I don't know. Producer Blake would know. Fondue. You know what I'm talking about? He doesn't know. Yeah, like fondue. Yeah. Melting pot. Melting pot. It's it's more like fish bait to me. Okay. And <laughs> you put it on a stick and you throw it in the boil. I don't know. Yeah. Just go out there and know. throw your steak on the grill so, or throw it in a cast iron skillet. I agree. But Rachel is at home cooking steaks tonight. Okay. Which gives her huge points in my book. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad. She I'm, can bring this. She could have put this thing in this sous vide thing yeah. at 10 o'clock this morning and left it in there all day long. It will never overcook it. So it's like a crock pot. It's like a crock pot ish. Now I can go home, pull those two steaks out of that sous-vide? plastic baggie. Sous vide? Is that what you call it? Yes, sous vide. Okay. I think it's French. It's, okay. It's Francy. Um, I can go home, stick them on the hot grill, put the grill lines on there, you know, sear the outside mm-hmm. really good, put a little gristle on there because mm-hmm. I like a little gristle, and then it'll be done perfectly. I'm no more engaged now than the first time you told me that. Okay. Well, so. But I need to try it. I, I've got it. It yeah. may be a game. You know, I use an Instapot a lot, and I used to make fun of them, but okay. I love them now. So Maybe one day I'll bring this over to your house. You put some steaks on the grill. I'll cook steaks on the sous vide, and we'll just compare and see if one's better than the other. That's, I have a whole cow coming tomorrow. Really? Or Friday. I don't know. One day. I don't know. Someday this week I have a whole cow coming, so okay. I'm going to have plenty of uh, meat again. So. Okay, great. You guys yeah. went through a whole cow already? Yeah. Nice. We have. <laughs> I have three teenagers. Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. Today, we need to jump into this. Sorry. We're talking about marriage. <laughs> marriage. Here's what I thought we'd talk about tonight. Okay. Unless you have a plan. No, let's see where you're going to go. And then if I don't like it, then I'll derail us. Okay. We'll yeah. Well, direction. you're going to derail us either way. So, um, <laughs> ministry of presence. Yeah. Okay. You ever thought of this? No. Not presence. Like you get a gift. Right. Like presence. No, I got you. Not my love language. Gift giving. Yeah. Not that. presence. Like being there. Yeah. So like in, uh, in the army, I'm an army chaplain. Uh, so they, there's this thing in our army, army doctrine that said that what we're supposed to do as chaplains, one of our jobs is to provide a ministry of presence. Okay. You know, last week I talked about being digging foxholes. Yeah. So one way we provide a ministry of presence is that when guys are out digging foxholes, we go out and dig foxholes. Because when you're there, all of a sudden you're sweating and right. you're upset together. More, and Much more relatable. You're miserable together. You're sweating with me yeah. than you standing sudden, over me Yeah, he'll start, preaching. you know, the soldiers start sharing stuff with you or right. you, you build a relationship. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, in our life as men, especially at homes, we yeah. should have a ministry of presence. We should. We should engage more. And I know it seems like pretty silly and small. It's really pretty important when you start thinking Probably about not it. to... Maybe it seems silly and small to us, but does it feel that way to our wives? Probably not. And we're supposed to like provide 
instruct our kids, yeah. love. Like, how do you do all these things that we should be doing as men if we're not providing this, if yeah. we're not present? Yeah, if we're not engaged. Yeah, yeah. present. Present. Ministry Sorry. of presence Ministry, is what we're going to call this. Sorry. That's okay. You'll get it by the end. But remember, we're going to be short <laughs> yeah, just drive it home. <laughs> I'm going to drive it home for you. Because here's what I was thinking. Your presence at, at your house sets a tone. Yeah. Like when, when dad's home, when the husband's home, it helps shape that culture. It does. And if you're not there, the culture shapes as well. Right. The culture shapes itself. It does. Yeah. And so you should be there, hopefully, shaping that culture in a, a positive way. Right. And so that's what we're going to look at tonight. Like, hey, not just because you're present, you actually need to be present. So I wrote down three things. Okay. One is that you need to be home. Yeah. Like, actually, be, I know our audience, like, our guys, like, they just need it spelled out. You actually need to be home. Yeah, you have to be there. You got to be there, son. Yeah. So you've got to leave work and go home. Right. Well, and not be gaming with your friends. Yeah. You know, not be, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, there's a place down, for that. But not all the time, you know. Um, and it, There needs to be some uh, some balance there. Yeah. That's why I had, my second point was like. See, here I am. See, you're, like you're, jumping, you're trying computer. to derail me. Yeah. You, you, you got to be like involved or, or maybe engaged. Like you have to be active when you're home or yeah. engaged or, or something like that. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, it does like make engaged sense. maybe is the best yeah. word. So when you are home, are you engaged? Yeah, are you on your phone? Are you gaming? Are you... Dude, I'm so bad at being on my phone. Maintaining the house. Are you... Yeah. I mean, you know, what are you doing? Are, are you engaged in your wife's life and, you know, how her day went? And are you engaged in your kids' lives and how their day went, you know? Yeah. You know, you brought up a good point the other day. We were talking about this a little bit. And you said, you know, when I get home, I don't ask my wife how her day was, I ask her something specific, like, hey, how was the coffee that you went to go get with such and such the other day? How was your meeting at 10 o'clock that you had today? And, you know, did anything positive come out of that? Yeah, um, that's my third point today. Oh, sorry. That's all right. We'll jump back to engage. Let's okay. jump to point three. We can. Yeah. Our, our listeners are smart listeners. They can keep up. Like, but, <laughs> Most of our listeners read at a sixth grade level. <laughs> so, but, but the thing, <laughs> like, I do. you need to be interested, like, with your wife when you get home. So, yeah, yeah we talk about how was your day? Like, that's... Anyone can ask that. Pretty but broad. here's what happens. I don't know if, man, I hate admitting to this, but yeah. my wife already knows. So if she comes home like, hey, how was your day? She may start telling me, but I'm not engaged. Yeah. Like my mind is someplace else and she can talk about yeah. it. And so I think she picks up like, he's really not that interested I do in this all day. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And she could just tell me something off the wall and I just sit here and nod my head. Yeah. And say, yep. I, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And, you know. So I think what we need to do is to ask better questions. So instead of like, so my wife knows I'm interested. So I know that, hey, today... She had coffee with another lady or something yeah. like say, hey, how was coffee with so-and-so? Or how did that meeting go at work? Or, hey, I know you've been struggling with this at work. And, and how did how did that go today? So being more specific. Yeah. The, the other part that's hard about it, at least for me, you're laughing because you're going to struggle with this too, <laughs> is that or, or you I have do. to be a good listener. So when she responds, you need to be able to ask follow-up follow questions. Yeah. Right. And so what we do sometimes is we ask a question, we've done our part, and then we just kind of... Zone out. You know what I found really helps me with this, though? Is, What's that? Uh, putting my phone down, turning the TV off, and just mm-hmm. actually having, you know, 15, 30 minutes, whatever it is, just us time. Just yeah, just time for us to unwind. I don't there's think the, us time's what I'm talking about here. Uh, there's a different us oh, time. Oh, a different us time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, us time with clothes on is what I was talking about here. Um, you know. Yeah. But just to really engage each other and just, uh, yeah. you know, just to be there and be present. Yeah, I think that's good. Even when... I was thinking about this today that I don't know if you've ever went on a date with, with your wife. Like you go out for, right. for dinner, you do we, something. We date all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, We're serial daters. <laughs> but if, like, I think it's our job as guys to like make sure the conversation's interesting, to make sure it's engaged. Because yeah. I've heard from some guys and myself included, there's been times like where you go out, like we just don't have anything to talk about. And so I think as guys, like we should go and 
be prepared to make that an interesting night. Yeah. Um, that, man, you know what I'm talking about. What? At dinner. Huh? To make it interesting at oh, dinner. Yeah. I'm going to make it an interesting night. <laughs> so go with some, some questions, like to keep it Light. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So like, hey, I want to ask her certain things. <laughs> oh, I want to ask her some certain things. <laughs> You're out of control. You're out of control tonight. You know, I'm having a good time. Man, I enjoy talking about marriage, though, because it's like, it's probably the second best choice I ever made. Here but, we go. And I'm not going to dig a hole here. And here we because go. Because the first best choice I ever made was, you know, to start following God. There you go. That's good. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. I, I thought you were going to say this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, no, second best choice I ever made was getting married. I yeah. have an awesome wife. You do. You know, she is, uh, she puts up with a lot. <laughs> That's she, true as well. She, she does. Um, yeah. She's just, uh, but she's awesome. I mean. She's a home boiling steaks. <laughs> yeah, she is. You know. Yeah. So be engaged with her though. Right. Yeah. So are you engaged with her? Um, and then actively engaged. So you mentioned shutting the phone off. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one for us. It's huge. Um, and I'm still guilty of it. I, I mean, my phone rings multiple nights a week. My phone will ring at eight or nine o'clock at night yeah. and it'd be work stuff. That's the other thing I wrote down is like leave work at work. Yeah. As much as possible. I know yeah. that you and I both will have to take some calls in the evenings. Yeah. But when I come home, Hopefully, I leave work there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we need to disengage a little bit from work and engage, you know, into our family and home life and and into our wives. And it's kind of like, you know, we talked before about balance, you know, keeping God at the top and then your marriage and then your kids and then your work. And it seems like every time one of those things gets out of order is when we start to notice that we're having huge problems. Yeah. You know, or even, maybe even minor problems, are, but it becomes problematic when we take, you know, when God's not the top of our focus, and then our marriage, and then kids, or then work, you know, whatever order that is for some people. Yeah. You know, when you put other things before what's supposed to be put first, then, uh, you know, problems follow. They do. So be home, be engaged. Yeah. Be intentional or interesting and asking the right questions. Yeah. I was even thinking, like, so for me, I had a dad that was, like, super engaged. So okay. my memories as a kid was... And I don't know how he did it. Like he would be home, he would come home in the evenings after work, and he was there with us. Like, okay. We would throw to baseball. We would go get ice cream. We would. So I don't have a lot of memories like vacations and, and like big things that yeah. I'm sure we did. Yeah. But I have memories like overall as a childhood as having a dad who who set a tone of being there and involved in my life. Yeah. And so I look at my life though, and I'm like, man, I want my kids like to have that memory when they get old. Like, right. Their dad cared about them every evening. Yeah. But now I think it's. I mean, it's something different, right? With technology and things yeah. that it's easy for us to be distracted in the evenings yeah. and not be that engaged. Like what kind of tone am I setting with my kids? Well, I think you just said it right there. Distraction. Yeah. Um, it's so easy to be distracted. And I mean, it could be anything from TV to phone to mm-hmm. neighbors to friends to, you know, I mean, it could, it could be anything. It could be a, you know, a myriad of different things. It just, uh, we need to make sure that we're not. Yeah. And finding stuff to do together, right? Yeah. So maybe it's. Right. Go for a bike ride together or yeah. walk together. Um, if you do like TV, maybe you find a TV show that you guys can watch right. together. Yeah. You know There's all kinds of things you can do together. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Nick, you need to get home, right? You need to get home for these steaks and, and us time. <laughs> us time. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I, I don't know. I'm, see, I'm derailing it. Oh, I think So we don't watch a lot of TV, but right now we're watching um, Lost. Really? With our kids. You remember I've never that show? That. Yeah, my kids wanted to watch it, so we're okay. watching it. So but it's been fun to like do it together. Yeah. I'm just trying to change the subject. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Because the easy thing for guys, go home, watch the sports. Yeah. Whatever. You know. Go out to your garden. Games, go to your you know. like you have this awesome garage. Like I'd, I do. If I had your garage, 
Would I'd you do be, anything different with it? Um, I yeah, yeah, I think it could be like an awesome gym. I mean, it's an okay gym now. Yeah, I think it could be awesome. Like it's huge. Okay. Yeah. Huh, maybe I'll work on that. Well, the problem is, I was gonna say, if I had yours, I would have like a TV and everything in there. I would spend a lot of time in there. Would I be? The temptation. I do. I don't go. I don't go in the house. Well, your garage is nicer than my house. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> huh. All yeah. right. Anything else? I know. We, I know. We said. Oh, you know what? I do have one more thing. Well, you got. Well, do you have anything else on this? I have a couple things. I got a couple of uh, Bible verses that have really been good for me um, on marriage. But go ahead with what you got. We'll get no, back. no, mine will be at the end. You go sure. ahead. Yeah. Okay. So Ephesians five twenty five: Husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church. Yeah. Christ never stopped loving the church. Even when she treats him poorly. Even when she treats him poorly. And I'm sure that it never happens. But for most yeah. people, it doesn't happen in my relationship. So, no, of course not. But know. if your wife was to yeah. do something that offended you or hurt you, yep. you're still a lover. Yeah. Remember how Christ loved the church and keep loving your wife in the same way. So if those steaks, not that they can burn in your... Sous vide. Sous vide. Sous vide. Yeah. But if they were able to burn in the sous vide and you go home, like right. you still got to love your wife. Yeah. I would still just eat the burnt steak because yeah. I love her. Yep. Um, do you have another verse? Oh, yeah. Uh, Romans twelve ten. 10. Uh, be devoted to one another in love and honor one above yourselves. It's a tough verse. Tough verse. Devoted, honor above yourself. Yeah. Put her above you. Mm-hmm. Put your spouse above yourself. Man, that's good because that's really what we're talking about. When you go home at night, Yeah. the selfish part of you wants to go sit on the couch maybe and watch TV or just go hang out in your garage yeah. or go video game or right. go run by yourself. But yeah, yeah. if you're going to put her above you, you've got to be engaged. You've got to you know be what we interested. Did last night? Here we go. We both flew my drone. Okay. We had a blast. Okay. But you guys thought I was going to really derail it, didn't you? Yeah. No way, man. I'm not telling you what all we did last night. Okay. We flew my drone. It was a blast. We had a great time. She's flying it. She's checking things out. It's really cool because all the farmers are coming out now and they're like, you know, they're planting and they're, you know, spraying the fields and stuff. And yeah, yeah, she's like, she's like flying right over these tractors as they're doing their thing. You you know what's going to happen. What's that? That drone's going to get blown out of the sky by some 12 gauge and a farmer on his tractor. (laughs) I would do it. I I wrecked the drone the other day. Yeah. I flew it right into the side of a barn. You know, it broke every propeller off the side of it. So you had to go get it. Oh, yeah. I had to, yeah. First, I had to drive over there, knock on people's doors, explain to them that I'm an idiot. And uh, I need to get my broken drone out of your barn because that's where it's at. Okay. So So I'm going to start auditioning for a co host of Tough Men of Faith. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get shot by one of these farmers. I'm not going to get shot. They, They like me so far. I've got to send my wife. <laughs> you you should definitely send Rachel because they're not going to shoot yeah, they her. They want to shoot her. So. No, she's a lot more likable than you are. So. Right. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Did you? So here's what I wanted to wrap with. Okay. We've been talking about our wives some tonight. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. I just sent a group chat to our wives. You're on there. Uh, I can't wait to see. How and this I let goes. them know that uh, the next episode we want to bring them in. Ooh. So we're going to have women on the Tough Men of Faith episode. So wait a minute here. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the tough women. That rein in the tough men of faith. That's that's it. Yep. I can't wait for this. This yeah. this kind of seems like it could be one of those things that could be like career suicide. Or <laughs> so maybe the end of the tough men of faith. It could be the end of the tough men of faith because the tough women take over. Or, or this could be the thing that puts us through the top. This is like the thing that goes viral. This is like you know the ten thousand downloads because people want to hear a woman's perspective on how they reel in their tough men of faith. <laughs> <laughs> well. And for ones that don't know, like our spouses, there's one like, how do you stay married to these two guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they'll get a good point of view, too. I mean, you're talking about pastor's wife. Yeah. Who knows what that looks like? It's probably, you know, boring. But, yeah. you know, and then you, 
got my wife, you know, Drywaller's wife. Yeah. You know, her life probably looks a little more interesting. I don't know. She has to be married to Nick Robertson. So it's, <laughs> I have lots of questions. <laughs> Great. Start writing them down now. I will. Yeah. Huh. All right. So we're going to do this. We're going to do it. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. So ne- next week. Yeah. We'll get them in here this week. We'll record. Ooh. Yeah. It'll be good. They'll then agree we'll, to this. Then we'll re-record. We'll re-record. I'll probably take it off the rails again. Yeah. I'll try to behave. Yeah, you will behave. Your wife will be here. So Yeah. I like to think that like when your wife's around, I tone myself down a little bit. Okay. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just a respect thing. Yeah. My wife likes to think when Nick is around, RT says a lot of mo- uh, a lot more stupid stuff. Right. <laughs> so. Ooh, I feel bad for producer Blake's going to have to do some editing. <laughs> RT has a job to worry about. All Ooh, right. So not so much. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Ministry of Presence. Yeah. Make sure you are home. You are actively engaged, that you are interested, that you are you are there, like driving that culture of your house, yep. setting that tone as the man in the house. Yep. And remember Romans 12.10. Romans 12.10. You know, be devoted to one another in love and honor her above yourself or honor your spouse above yourself. Yeah. It's time to go home so you can eat some steak. Yeah. And I'm going to go home and have some pasta. Nice. Yeah. What kind of pasta are you guys having? I'll have to give you the recipe sometime. It's yeah, bring sausage and Ooh, ground beef okay. and pepperoni, a little bit of pasta, and oh. lots of cheese. Sounds really good. It's really good. Yeah. I make it. So All it's right. not healthy, yeah. um, but, you know. Awesome. It's good. Good. All right. So thanks for listening. Hey, do not miss next week, right? It's going to be the, the greatest episode we've ever had awesome. the yeah. Tough Men of Faith. <laughs> I hope these ladies know what they're getting <laughs> I into. I hope they do. I hope they agree. We just sent the text, right? I sent the text. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope they agree because you just hyped it up. We did. Yeah. I'm a hype man. You All are right. a hype man. We'll see you guys later. Tune in next week. Thanks. See you.